Stories from Bosk Podcast. Presented by the new establishment. Welcome to the latest episode of the Boys from Bosk. I'm here with my super co-host, Big Dave. How are you, Big Dave? <laughs> or Big Bear? Fabulous. So <laughs> I don't know if it's a bear, a gopher, a beaver. Uh, big, big, big brown. <laughs> Let's call me Big Beaver. Big or brown beaver, BBB. Beaver, wha- beaver whacker. <laughs> Just like it is on the screen, BBB, big um, brown beaver. Uh, like I know we shouldn't do this, and it'll probably be the last time we do this. But the avatars are so cool on this, I, I just can't resist it. So um, here's another special edition of the Beavers from Bosk. <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm a fox, but hey. Anyway, doesn't so, uh, show no teeth. <laughs> I don't have any teeth, but I've got a nice mouth though. Um, right, so welcome to the latest edition of the show. I, I know we don't do them very often, but I like to think you enjoy them when we do do them. And um, I hope you could enjoy this gloriously sexy episode as we go over, like the old men we are, some of the um, entertainment events that have happened. And our own we do them once a week. How do we yeah. don't do them often? Well, some people do them twice a day, you know, on this YouTube old fandango. Well, they don't have, they don't have yeah. jobs. I know, I know. Which is why, you know, I know our listeners miss us. <laughs> Um, when right, they pay so, rent, they'll find out. So, um, I'm CJ Fox, <laughs> and uh, let's get on with the show. So, um, it's been an interesting week. Like I've always said that the old streaming services thing is was going to be difficult for certain companies and certain entertainment um, uh, companies to understand. And people have misunderstood it to a large degree, I think. One, like, you can have a streaming service, but as Disneyland, you've got to have shit to put on it. (laughs) And it took Disney a while to figure that out, that nobody wanted. And I think, you know, although, like, certain amounts of people were watching the old stuff, you know, like the really old Disney cartoons and the Disney shows, most people just, I don't don't even care. Do you know what I mean? If you've seen the Disney animated... Unless you're, you know, you're, you're, there's only so many times you're going to watch it. And I think Disney learned very quickly that, you know, there's a reason why Netflix, even though it's lost millions of um, viewers, is still number one in the streaming services because it has a hell of a lot of products. It's got, you know, animation, it's got family, it's got drama, it's got um, shows about sports, it's got shows about ever so much stuff. And they've got a wide variety. Now, some of it's good quality, some of it's bad quality. But if you're in a, if you let's say you've got a family, right, Dave? And the kids It's 15% good. Like like you you look after the um the your nep- nieces and nephew, right? You can chuck mm-hmm. them in front of this, you can chuck them in front of you can find something <clears> on Netflix for them to watch. Um and yeah, but they watch Disney more. Yeah, but you can you can all yeah, but then they watch Disney more and then you might watch something else. And but there's there's always something, right? But this is a mistake, mm. I think, that um, HBO has had, the problem HBO has had in the States. HBO's got a lot of good drama content, uh, content, right? But it's mostly old stuff. And people have watched it already. And if you're a fan of HBO stuff, you've probably watched one of their shows, like, I, I guess, The Wire more than once, or certain episodes of it more than once. You've watched Game of Thrones 
I think once that's more than anybody can handle. But it's like that's not that's not that doth not make a streaming service work. And I think it's all come to a head recently. Isn't the wire on Paramount? Is it? I thought it was uh, HBO. Or which one was HBO? It might then? be. Was it a Sopranos? Yeah, Sopranos was HBO. Yeah, so it's like HBO has been famous for all that stuff. But, you know, if you were asking somebody to pay five ninety nine a month and most of the stuff is your back catalogue, why would anybody want to do that? That's like tantamount to renting a DVD <laughs> for three months. You know, it's like it's you might as well. Yeah, buy but it's it. like it's, I I got given that stars for ninety nine p for a month. Yeah, and by the end of that month, I watched everything I wanted to watch. Exactly, and and that's the problem. There isn't enough range on a lot of these channels. And no offense, superhero is a big business, right? But that's Marvel superheroes in terms of films. You know, DC make a bit of money. You know, they, they make a fair bit of cash, don't get me wrong, even when one of their films flop, or at least when the critics didn't like it. But how many times are you going to watch Man of Steel? You know I mean? How many times like, are you going to watch The Arrow? Yeah, how many times are you going to watch those shows? And this has been the You're problem not. with the streaming services. I think it gives you access to everything that makes you think you don't need to watch it. Do you know I mean? You don't need to... How many times did you buy a DVD <laughs> and leave it in the wrapper? <laughs> or how many times have you watched, bought a DVD gone, I've got to watch that loads. Watched it once, never watched it again. You know, so some I've watched a few times, but yeah. others, yeah, still in the wrappers, I think, upstairs. Yeah, so I, I think this has come to head for HBO Max, which didn't launch in the UK, but you would have watched a few of their products if you're... You, you'd be familiar with them. So, you know, if you've got um, Sky, you'd be familiar with them. Yeah, if you've got Sky, you'd be familiar with a lot of it, <coughs> or even Netflix, because um, Netflix had um, Titans, uh, which was actually on another service of theirs that they launched, which was just based on DC Comics, which is the number two comic, comic book company in the States. And they're struggling. And I think it's, you know, it's been weird because Zack Snyder. Uh, I don't know if you heard it, but apparently, like, there was a big campaign to get the Snyder cut of um, Justice League released, and it was mostly bots, like robots. <laughs> Somebody had programmed lots of computers to demand DC do it, and DC threw like I don't know millions at him to let him reshoot some scenes and all the rest of it. Yeah, it's and... probably Disney. <laughs> I don't look. I think Disney just so they waste money. No, I do you know. I honestly think Disney wants a successful DC, you know. uh, And Marvel's always wanted a successful DC comics because the more people reading comics, the more successful you are. And every time DC makes a film, (laughs) Marvel makes a better one. (laughs) I can't think of any DC films that are actually better than any of the stuff that's come from Marvel. Can you, like, if you were. I know I'm being petty for a moment, but can you... Are, are there any DC films? Aquaman was probably the best out of the lot. Okay. And Wonder Woman. But better than better than the DC... Like, the worst Marvel film. How does that compare to any of that? What would you say would be the worst Marvel film? Well, some people say Eternals. I enjoyed it, but some people say... Uh, I didn't mind the Eternals. The I would say it was Captain the worst. America, but the first Captain America... I actually enjoyed the first Captain America. Oh, okay. It's right. the well, second they... one I didn't really like. Really? The Winter Soldier? Yeah. That was bumping. It's a bit OTT, wasn't it? That was bumping. What are you on about? <laughs> uh, one is because the third one was better. For me, Winter Soldier is literally the best Captain America, like the best Marvel film 
it, like outside of the end game. And that's really exciting that, that you have that view. I, I love that. See, this is the moments I love. Like, so, you know, when I start to think I'm the center of the universe. You always thought you were the center of the universe. Yeah, and that's why I've got you to remind me I'm not. <laughs> oh, God. I popped out of the backside of the universe during a fart. And, um, but yeah, so the news has dropped that HBO is basically cutting things left, right, and center. And one of the things they've cut is the new Supergirl film. That has now not, the finished film in it, and I think they were just doing like some. No, Batgirl. Sorry, was it, what did I say? Supergirl. All right. No, no, they've also cut Supergirl. Uh, no, yeah. that, the series stopped though, didn't it? No, they were going to do a film and it was, right, so basically, you know the new Flash film? Yeah. Supergirl's meant to make her appearance in that and she's, um, she was, she was meant to get her own film afterwards. Okay. And that's been cancelled. Batgirl has also been cancelled, but you were right, that is what I did mean. I don't know why mm. I said Supergirl to start with. But, but they actually filmed that girl. Yeah, they'd finished filming they, fin- they wrapped it up. Yeah, wrapped it up. It was ready to go. And apparently, now it depends who you ask. They're saying they did some test screenings and it didn't go down well with the audience. And um, I'm just like, I don't care if it went down well with the audience or not. A lot of people, how many people would have worked on a film like that? Like hundreds, if not thousands, uh, put their effort into it. It's the first... I think time you've seen uh, one of the Bat family as a, a non-white character. I don't think I can't think of any time when Batgirl. Yeah, it was the first time you would have because it was a, a Latino um, mixed Latino actress playing Batgirl, and even uh, what's his name appears as Batman in it. And I don't know which audiences was they put it in front <laughs> of, but basically, apparently that wasn't good. But also. Because of the merger, they, they just they, they just need to get her back money off of everything going on because um, Warner Brothers and Discovery have merged. That uh, it's gone. It's now never going to be seen. Never going to be seen. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody leaked it, but I'm I'm just. That's what I mean. Someone's going to leak. It's going to be out. It's going to be a secret film that everyone's going to go. Oh wow, it's one of the best. <laughs> or is this <laughs> what they want? They want people to talk about it. I don't so know. Really, I, so. I, I, I think that they're possibly suffering from the same thing that Marvel was when um, uh, Ron Perlmutter was in charge. He doesn't like, they don't have much faith in any characters other than Batman. And um, they, when it comes to women and minorities, it's like, you know, you know, forget about it. Forget about it. Um, which is why, if you look at the original, in the comic book, The Avengers, I think had two female. No, they only had one, but it was a wasp who was the founding member of the Avengers in the films. It was Black Widow because they could make her a bit hotter, a bit, you know, ooh la la. Um, and, you know, it, it just, the first two Avengers films are very by the book. Like the first two Avengers films. I did, the Invisible Woman was an Avenger, wasn't she? No. In the, um, in the comics? What's interesting about the whole thing is that the first female film was Black Widow. No, it was Captain Marvel, sorry. So Captain Marvel, after all those movies, ends up being the first female character. And then Black Widow sort of gets one as, as lip service. And, they're, you know, it, it's weird. I, I just think DC, they've cancelled that. They've cancelled that, was probably the, that was probably the worst Marvel film. Which one? Uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, yeah, and not because of the cast. I don't know who wrote that. No. <laughs> Somebody wrote that script. It was the, it was the, actual, it was the actual script. 
there's somebody wrote that script on the back of a Kellogg's packet because my god <laughs> it, was, it was a terrible script it was a terrible terrible film especially when it's filmed during Covid as well you think like all that time is in their hands mm. it's bad it, it was it, uh, it was so bad it literally it hurt my feelings <laughs> um but yeah, you've got that situation. But you've also got, um, they've cancelled a, a project Kevin Smith was working on. He's got his, um, I think his, his third Clerks movie coming out soon. And they, they cancelled a project he was working on. And I think it was quite a big project. And Kevin Smith refuses to work on big movie projects. Like, he just prefers to be like a comic book fan. Well, he likes to be the guy in charge as well, doesn't he? No, no. He, he, doesn't, he, want, he doesn't want the big wigs saying, oh, you've got to change this, you've got to change yeah. that. Even though I think he'd make a really good Marvel, he's told some of the best comic book stories I've ever read. And I think he'd make a really good um, director on a big movie, a lot better than um, just Wade. As long as he's got free reign, I think he would, but I, I don't think they're offering him free reign, and that's why he won't do them. No, no, it's all because of, um, do you remember his Bruce Willis experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ever since then. It's all, it was just he had such a bad experience working with Bruce Willis. He was just like, that's it, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, and yeah, so that's all that's all gone down. It's a big shame. What do you, uh, you know, they say they've got another 10 year plan in place. This is their third one or fourth. <laughs> DC, um, they've got their, they've got their, their next 10 year plan in place. Um, they've already DC Comics website is now just called DC. You know they've cancelled a whole load of shows. They're cancelling a lot more. I think the CW universe is coming to an end next year. Well, CW's final, come to an end, doesn't it? Well, well the final um, Flash series is going to be season nine. So I'm like, I don't know. What, what do you see in the future? For no, that's been and gone. Is it? Well, there's there's one season nine finished. Well, then there's, there's one more season to come, um, and that's the final season. There won't be any more flashes. And I just think, I don't know. I, I, I got bored with that anyway. Hmm. But what do you think of, um, like, because you've got Sky, what do you think of the HBO stuff that you got to see? So you got to see, um, um, what did you get? You got, obviously, Game of Thrones, but that, that existed long before then. Um, what I don't know. What is on Sky? For uh, I watched that. Warner. There was a program on oh, not long ago, actually, mm. with um, John. What's his name? John Bethel. What plays Punisher? That was made by the guys that done the wire. Let me just jump into that. He, he was a, he was a dirty I cop. Can, uh, I don't know what it was called. I can never. I can never remember. What's on there? Let's see. No, their website is being incredibly un- uncooperative. Rubbish. No, can't get in. No. <laughs> Doom. That was on the Matrix. Um, well, that's just Warner Brothers in general, though, isn't it? Yeah, oh, and that's the other thing. From now on, they're going to prioritise um, uh, cinema. So no longer will they prior, it's no longer going to be um, TV. So the streaming service will play second fiddle from now on and it won't be a priority. So that's... So in other words, they've spent all this money for HBO Max mm. and it's just gone 
kaput. HBO Max may disappear as well. I mean, that's that's the other side of this. I wouldn't blame anybody because, like I said, Sony, Sony are doing really well and they don't have a streaming service. I would say, you know, just, just doing what HBO done before, which was just licensing the stuff out. Yeah, but they've just fine. done rubbish, haven't they? they? They released that Time Traveler's Wife. That was rubbish. Recently. That got, got cancelled after one season. Uh, Yellow Jackets, I actually think it's on Paramount, but that came out on Sky Atlantic. Okay. Oh, We Own This City was that HBO one. That was good. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, Peacemaker was good. Yep, that's another one. I like, um, there's a show called City on the Hill, which is on, um, I don't know if that's HBO, but that's on Sky as well. That's quite a good show. It's called what? City on a Hill. It's got Kevin City Bacon. City on the Hill. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Um, it's very low-key. It's on Paramount as well. Um, I don't know how that works out, but yeah. I just think... Well, because it's probably a Paramount program. Maybe. <laughs> but you never know. Like I said, the... Um, Disney's starting to get shows that aren't Disney shows on there um, or weren't contracted to Disney. Like, I know they're in the middle of making a deal. For well, they, they're, they're Hulu shows, though, aren't they? Yeah. So. Oh, that might be why. But they're in the middle of getting a, a deal to get um, Doctor Who. So that, that could happen quite soon. Um, so, yeah, I just think... Well, if, the, if Hulu and the rights for the BBC in America, then they'll be able to get it, won't they? No, they're, they're literally making a new deal, So, particularly about Doctor Who. So they'll get exclusive international rights to Doctor Who. And obviously that's good news for the BBC in terms of that would be a lot of money. But two, you could see a new Doctor Who films um, funded by the B... Uh, by, um, by, House uh, of Mouse. Yeah, House of Mouse. How good would that be? Oh, just thinking about it. It'd be rubbish. Because Doctor Who's always been about cheese, so it's always been low-budget cheese. Don't, don't tell that to the fans. They, like, look, the last time they tried a Hollywood version of Doctor Who, it was poor, and what's his name? He only got to play the Doctor, I think, twice. Uh, Paul McGann. Do you remember that? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, poor guy. And he literally, it was like, I'm going to be the cool Doctor. I'm going to ride a bike. I think it was a Harley he was actually riding in the episode. And, like, he falls in love. And we learn he's half human, half uh, whatever they are. And it, it was a terrible film. It was a very disappointing film. film. And that didn't work out. But yeah, you I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be very... It's, it's sad what's happening at Warner Brothers. But it's also quite interesting to see what's going to happen in the next couple of months. Because, like I said, I don't see where this goes. Um, so uh, it was David Saslav who announced all this and basically they announced loads of cuts, they've announced the merger of the streaming services because it's Discovery Plus which is merged, merged with Warner and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see where this goes from now on Yeah, and but Discovery Plus is all like reality TV I know, but they're, they're two sides of a different coin and what's more interesting about the whole thing as well is Warner Brothers is a massive... I think people underestimate how massive Warner is. It's a huge company, Warner Media. And they've got, like, even if you take into account the films alone, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but even if you um, go into Harry Warner Brothers, Potter, they own all the all the cartoons Rangers. when we were kids. Mm. 
No, they own all the Animaniacs and Bugs Bunny and... We are the Animaniacs. I mean, um, all the Gold. Um, maybe they don't, maybe they all MGM. But um, it's going to be the really Looney interesting Tunes. to see what happens from here on in. Because remember, Paramount's still out there, and I think Paramount made, like, uh, a massive loss um, in its first year of about 100. I couldn't figure out how much the loss was because um, it, it was... Um, I think it was 180 million, and yeah, but you know, probably you can remember that that was probably the budget for Halo. No, so. that, no, 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 no. They, they, they're right. So they made a loss of 1.8 billion in its first year. Um, so it it earned. It's got 64 million global streaming subscribers. Yeah, but then Tom Cruise has earned that money back with one film, so. Well, yeah, because uh, we'll come to that later. But yeah, that's quite a good. That's quite a good point there. Uh, if Tom Cruise keeps pumping out hits, you know, Paramount will be all right. But will the streaming service? And remember, there's not even that much on Paramount outside of Star Trek, right? They're not releasing Halo. much very quickly. I was quite shocked at that. There isn't a huge amount of content on there, so it's going to be interesting to see if something like Top Gun is a big pull. Um, for the streaming service, and if it can keep those, it will streams. be. Because remember, and then, then you get days, a Fast and Furious franchise on there. No, it's, I don't think it's Fast and Furious Paramount. Yeah, can we double check that? Because I thought I, I know I've said it many times in the show, but I've got a feeling it's not Paramount. Um, no, I think it is. I, don't, no, I generally think it is. It's Universal. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. So, um, like. Yeah, it's universal. And I know, like, at the moment, Fast and Furious isn't on any streaming services, I don't think. Apart from, is it on now? It's on Sky, yeah. It's on Sky, right. So, yeah, it's universal. So, that's not... Um, I know Paramount have the um, Monster franchise. So, they've got Frankenstein, all that type of stuff. Anchorman's one of those. Adam's Family. Um, I don't know. They own the Sonic franchise. Transformers. No, they don't own it. They, they. I think they released it. Did they? Were they the ones that released it? They've just released Scream Five on there. Okay, and then to um, watch. Yep, Scream. Um, GI Joe, Crocodile Dundee, um, Mission Impossible, Naked Gun, Night Professor, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, Jackass franchise, they have quite a bit, they have quite a lot of films. Um, Indiana Jones, they still own that. Um, obviously, they've got the other. See, that's, like, that's that's a bit weird, though, isn't it? Because if they're in Indiana Jones, it's Lucasfilm, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's Lucas that owns Disney. It's, it's a bit weird, that one. That's that's got to be a well, they own the Spider Man thing, isn't it? They actually still have the rights to the Incredible Hulk, I believe. Um, like they own the Titan, the name Hulk, and I know that they own the Iron Man, the first Iron Man film. But they worked that deal out with um, with with Disney. But yeah, there's, there's there's a lot they own. But is it enough for a streaming service? And even with Star Trek, which I know is a big pool internationally but at the same time it's a big pull for its fan base like new people don't come into star trek 
Shane, you don't, you don't go, oh, you know, it doesn't seem to pull new people in. So it's going to be interesting if that can make enough of a service because I don't see him hitting like 150 million subscribers. I just don't see it. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Dave? I mean, you, you, you've you got Sky, you get a lot of this stuff added on. So you've got Netflix, you've got Disney. Um, I have every streaming service, really, that's out there. I've so, got Apple. I've so, got the lot. Okay. So um, Apart from like the mediocre one, like Stars Plays and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know. But all so, the big yeah, hitters, I mean, I've got them all. So I'm very intrigued to see where this all goes. As I've said before, I, you know, no, no, not angry at uh, Disney, not angry at, um, not angry at uh, Marvel or anything like that, but I think they've all got to up their game and start pulling their finger out, because if this carries on the way it is, it, it's going to, I don't know, I, I, I don't see this ending well. Well, that. it's going to be like the Premier League, isn't it? You're going to have the big, the, the big three and that'll be it. Everyone else will be mediocre. Uh, maybe, we shall see, we shall see. All right, let's jump on. Uh, we've given that story in more than enough, more than enough time. Um, let's see. So, yeah, Top Gun, like you mentioned earlier, Top Gun, blimey. Um, it is now, I think it's overtaken Titanic. In terms Titanic, of yeah. US ticket sales. But it is also uh, become, joined the One Billion Boys Club. Uh, well, the one, billion, uh, the one Billion Film Club. And that is is uh, an amazing feat, considering, like, I, tell me if I'm wrong, Dave, but it's one of the very few sequels from an 80s film that has had a great um, uh, media response, but also a massive fan response. That isn't one of the bigger franchises. So Star Wars, Marvel, no, Mar not Marvel, sorry, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, The Matrix, I know the Matrix was the 90s, but there was still a big gap between the franchise, the latest film, and the original. Well, you can't remember. It's just, just, it's literally just two films, isn't it? Mm. And then you've got, um, yeah, so it, 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 you know, Predator, that's always struggled. That came in the 80s. Ghostbusters, uh, that last time that was a huge success was in the 80s. Even the latest film did all right. But it didn't set the box office alight. By yeah, any. but you look at you look at Ghostbusters. The the first one was alright. The second one was horrendous. A shit show. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling people this. They're like, "Oh no, the Ghostbusters with the women destroyed it." I'm like, "Bruv, did you not see Ghostbusters two? How can you yeah. like the women didn't spoil it? Yeah, you have this. I don't. It's like that you become um, fandom Taliban again, and you you you've got these rose tinted glasses on." I don't know personally. Who didn't go to cinema and come out. Of you, got, you got this this picture that tells them everything, and they're in the sewers of slime. <laughs> come on, and, uh, like people literally. I remember walking out of the cinema quite depressed after that, and I was a kid. I was like, oh boy, oh well, okay, that's my childhood. Did I just see that? Huh? It was it was terrible. That one. Yeah, and uh, you know, people like oh, so you know. You're, you're so cruel, you're so mean. But I'm like, no, Ghostbusters, and you know, Ghostbusters won in 2016. Yeah, for me, it wasn't that bad. I quite enjoyed it. It was a rubbish film, but I, it wasn't like uh, uh, it wasn't like it done any more damage than Ghostbusters 2 had. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people did. Not no, that one was a bit. That was just 
That was like Jenny McCarthy just being her annoying self, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't mind her being annoying. I quite like her being annoying. I quite like her. She's oh. very hit and miss with me. She's like Marmite. <laughs> fair enough. Um, sometimes I like her, sometimes I hate her. Uh, fair enough. I think it's her squeaky voice. No, I, I think it's because, yeah, at the end of the day, you dump somebody in a film like that, you need a really good script writer. And Ghostbusters, in a way, was quite edgy. It was quite a rebellious film. And I don't think this film was rebellious enough. Um, it wasn't... It, and it reacted... The, the biggest problem with it is that they reacted to the um, the haters. They reacted to the people during the filming of this film. They reacted to people who were going to hate it no matter what. And you never do that. You always have to pretend that these people do not exist because they do not deserve your time. And um, but yeah, it didn't work out for that one. So um, right, we'll be talking about the Sandman in a minute. But apparently, uh, the reboot of the uh, Constantine. Which did you watch the original with the blonde geezer with Constantine? Did you ever watch that? The TV show. Yeah. No, last Constantine I watched was um, Keanu Reeves. Okay, well, it was a TV show with a guy. It was. Um, it wasn't set in the CW, but he does appear at some point when they did the crisis on infinite Earths. Um, but they're doing another reboot, which is going to be set in, I think it's going to be set in the UK. And um, they're going to have proper, proper constant time appearing. And that's still okay. And recently they just announced the uh, Joker. That's going to be all right. The sequel to the film, the Joker with Wacky. Phoenix. Yeah, you can you can you can what watch that team? yourself. Phoenix. <laughs> You're not a fan of the first one. I I Mate, that I was a total shit show. I haven't sat down and actually watched it properly. I've only watched bits of it and I will It sit was down so and, and boring. It was so boring. I I tried to go to sleep, I tell you. I, Really? Was it that? So, was it's it that another, ty- typical DC movie, isn't it? You know. Oh, that's interesting. No, well, I don't know. I like, like I said, I was very much not like I only watched bits of it, and I think I only watched bits of it because it, it is like reminds- getting good toward until he started going a bit fucking loopy. I the, the reason why I only watched bits of it, Dave, was because um, it reminded me too much of that obsession people have with Hannibal Lecter. Like a lot of people just seem to love Lecter, and I'm like, but he's a cannibal. I'm like, oh yeah, but he's so charming. Yeah, but it'd more likely eat your brains and swallow your testicles. Yeah, but he's he's so romantic, and I was like, yeah, but he's kind of he's a man. And I it just left me with that feeling. So I have to, I will sit down and watch it at some point. But it is getting a sequel, and they're introducing um, Harley Quinn, oh and God. Harley Quinn will be played by Lady Gaga. <laughs> No, not not interested still. <laughs> no, I'm really not interested in this one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> god. Oh, Something should just be left on the back burner. <laughs> you know, you, you make a film and you don't release it, and then you tell people, oh, we're gonna make this film with these two people, and you're gonna uh, oh. <sighs> so you've got you got a crazy pop star and an actor that's just going to be boring as the Joker. You're not, you're not a fan. <laughs> no, I'm not Fair watching enough. this one. Sorry. 
I've had right. enough of all this Batman rubbish. Not a fan of the old Batman. Yeah, not, not anymore. That's fair enough. I'm, I'm never going to hold that again. It's just so. too much of the same stuff all the time. You start repeating myself every show we do. Mm. No, it's no, like, no, just get a grip of the world and just bloody get some of <laughs> my own ideas. You really are the Batman. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on from that one then, shall we? How many different Jokers do you need in, like, the space of 10 years? Well, I don't know. Maybe there's something different about Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, there is something different about him. Joaquin! It's not Joker material. Phoenix. He's just going to turn into Robin Williams, isn't he? (laughs) <laughs> God, that's a bit harsh. Um, all right, cool. Now, I haven't completed it, but we're going to do our uh, weekly bounty. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. From the screen to the couch, from our lips what do you mean you haven't completed ears, it? Ladies and gentlemen, our weekly bounty. Oh, yeah. You're you're really (laughs) chirpy today, aren't you? It's because you make me what I am, Dave. (laughs) Right, okay. So, um, I haven't finished the season yet, but obviously it has begun. I'm up to episode five. Um, Have you partaken at all of The Sandman, Dave? I've watched the first two episodes. Okay, um, now the Sandman is based on a 90s comic book by the I think I get Neil Gaiman, who I can only consider to be an absolute genius. He's written a lot of stuff that I've liked in terms of comic books, and he's written a lot of um, recent shows that you know have been reasonable successes. So you've got, um, what was it, the um, Good Omens. He co-wrote that. Uh, American, Go on, next. Americano Gods. He, next. You used to like American Gods. Yeah, the first season. Second season right, was well, terrible. Well, all right, we'll keep the first season in mind because um, I don't even think he liked the second season. And he done um, that rubbish program last year on Netflix. What was that? With the gods. What was that? Oh, it was that terrible superhero program. No, that wasn't him. No, I don't think that was him. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Jupiter, well, Jupiter's Legacy, whatever it was. No, that was um, that was what's his name, Mark Miller, the guy who oh, wrote right. Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Yeah. So along comes the Sandman, or the Sandman cometh. Now, um, I've got the book, and I've been reading it. Really, really good book. Um, I again, very few comic books transfer to screen very, very well. And I have to say, this is one that I'm up to episode five. They are long, these episodes, they're up to about an hour long, which I'm not used second to. Second one was only 30 minutes. Which was that? The second one was only 30 minutes. All right, I thought it was longer, but um, I, I'm in love with this in so many ways. I just it's beautifully written. It's beautifully spoken. It's just everything about it is, is glorious. And I have to say, for the first time in a long time, I've watched a Netflix show. <laughs> and I can tell where the money went. 
one of the biggest issues. It I've went had, on the dragons. <laughs> one of the biggest issues I've had with Netflix is how much money they spend on a show, and it's you you can't tell where that money went. You can only assume it went into the cast back pockets. But this show, Sandman, it's just beautiful. It's it's not a family show by any means. It's a very adult show. And even though it, it, it's, it's it's another franchise, Warner Brothers, this is a franchise that I think is owned by Warner Brothers. It's actually a Warner Brothers production as well. But for some reason, it's on Netflix. And I think, it, you know, Netflix have produced it. I know that much. It's an amazing show. It's really Because Warner Brothers don't actually know what they are. Mm. But it, it's just glorious. And so far, I've really enjoyed it. It's not something I watch when I'm tired because I will fall asleep. <laughs> but I've, I've, I thought up to episode five so far, it's really, really good. There are some bits I, I think that it possibly didn't need. Um, but the casting's been brilliant in this so far, and uh, it's just it's just good. It's just I've got nothing bad to say about it so far, except it can be it, it can they can be a bit repetitive in things in terms of stuff they keep saying. Oh, you haven't got your helm. Yes, I've noticed. <laughs> oh, you haven't got your you haven't got your sand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, smart bollocks. Um, but apart from that, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant casting, brilliant performances so far, and I'm really, really enjoying it. I hope it's able to keep up to the standard because, like I said, um, it just looks—it looks sumptuous, it looks beautiful, and it looks well worth the effort of watching. What about you, Dave? Is it—is it Mr. Sandman keeping you awake, or is he sending you off into a deep, dark space? <laughs> Do you know what? The first episode I struggled with. Mm. I found it very slow. Mm-hmm. But the second episode I watched it today, and I thought it was actually pretty good. I was actually more intrigued with it. So, because it is a let's very... just hope it carries on, keeping me intrigued. Since I love the dragons and stuff, it's quite funny. I think I, 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 I the only thing it's Cain and Abel. They're they're hilarious because they're both comedians in real yeah. life. So, I'm hoping that it's, it keeps up the the pace, and I hope it keeps up the. Um, approach is taken because it is slightly different from um, the comic books in little little ways, but it's it's quite different. And I know a lot of people were giving Neil Gaiman grief about this online, but Neil Gaiman was like, "I don't care, it's my story. I wrote it. I'll do whatever I want. Uh, kiss my ass." Um, it is very goth. Like if you're goth, you're gonna love this. <laughs> if you love dressing up in black. And pretending you're vulnerable to sunlight, this is the show for you for definite. Um, and yeah, it is really, really good. But I agree with Dave. I hope it keeps going. So far, I've enjoyed it. Um, and I think it's at the moment, it's not the funniest show, it's not the most exciting show. But what it is, is probably the most adult. It's, it's a story, and it actually leads a story, leads yeah. on a story. So it's pretty, that's what I like about it so at the moment. It's because very... that's why I found the first episode hard because the first one you have to be learning everything about it. Mm. So if you're not alert, you're gonna have to stop and then start again. Okay. Um... You know, you can't just like look at your phone and go, Oh, I missed that. What happened? You have to rewind it, you know. Because <laughs> there's so much stuff going on in it, it'd be like exactly. Be like, so yeah. you have to sit there and watch it. And there's little things that happen in it that are like, oh, I, I think if you if you don't 
don't miss out on this. I, I think it is probably one of the best products Netflix has ever put out there. And it's, it, like I said, I, I, it's, it's hard to explain when I say something. It's not, it's not hilariously funny. It's not scary. But it's just each character is well presented, well formed. And you, you're intrigued about everything that's happening so far it's an all-rounder at the moment yeah and the, at the moment the emotional stakes are being raised there's little moments that i remember from the book and i'm like oh my god he's put this in there and i didn't expect him to um so i've got a lot of love for this show and and yeah i'm, I'm thinking yeah I'm, I'm i'm not gonna rate it yet because obviously i'm only halfway through but uh i'll definitely yeah, when, we, when we watched it we'll rate it yeah i'll give you a rating once once we've watched the whole thing but at the moment, I would say Sandman, definite watch. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Boom, 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 boom. Um, definitely a, a watch. Now, on to... I'll do Paper Girls first, because um, Paper Girls... Because uh, I haven't watched it, so I'm you can have a that. I'm not going to give you a rating on it, because I haven't watched the entire thing, but I'm only up to season four. I'm just going to say... It's episode like, four, um, you mean? Episode four. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a cross between Stranger Things and um, I don't know, Stranger Things and The Wonder Years. It, it's got that sort of touch to it, that uh, sort of danger to it as well. Um, and But it's got an entirely, the, the main cast, these are all female, as they're all obviously paper girls, but it's, it's, it involves time travel and I don't know, some sort of aliens. And it's got, look, it's got things in it that are just plain weird. It's not as well written as Stranger Things, and I got this really bad feeling it's not going to make it past season one, just because it's going to get lost in the um, streaming wars because it, it's been promoted a lot on Amazon, but I don't think outside of Amazon anybody's seen it promoted. Like before I mentioned it, Dave, did you know about it all? I knew about it a couple of weeks ago because it came up. Yeah, but I thought, do I watch it or do I not watch it? And then yeah. everything else came out, so I started watching that. But I'm going to say now, if you can catch it, I'm, again, I'm not going to give it a review, but like like Sandman, I think it's worth a watch. And I really want to know what you lot think of it. So if you can, listeners, watch it and let us know. That would be absolutely fantastic. Give Paper Girls a shot and let us know what you think. Uh, next up, um, let's do... I guess Halo um, just finished its finale. You didn't like it, did you, Dave? I thought... I. I it really dragged on, didn't it? it, it do you know what? I do you know was, what? I when it got to the, <laughs> the end, when it got to the end, yeah. and it got to like the fight scenes and stuff, yeah. it went all um, computerized. Yeah, and that was that was pretty cool. And it's like, mm. why was that not in the show? I think because they're telling you a bit before you get to the Halo. But normally, Dave, I would disagree with you and jump to a show's defense. But I ain't gonna lie, this show drags. <laughs> It proper dragged on. I reckon everything they've done, they could have done in six episodes. And all the all the um the old Halo Taliban that were hating on this show, you really didn't need to, because you know the show just dragged, and not because the characters weren't good, not because the production values aren't good, but that was they just really, too much waffle. They went yeah, they really tried to go deep on this, but they didn't go deep on it. Like there's no deep principles in this film and the most intriguing parts they brushed over like just how evil the doctor um whatever her name was the doctor who um creates um master siri just how evil the doctor is like she's proper 
evil. It's not like mildly like ah, she's a bit bad. She's a bit she's a bit naughty. She's no, she didn't care. Um, you was the chosen one. I stole you from your parents. It's uh, it's Natasha L. McEleanor, Kathy Hel- Halsey. She's proper evil in this, and it, it sort of brushed over all of that, and it tried to give a deeper mythology to the Halo stuff, but I think it just ended up dragging a lot of time because they didn't really talk about like everything's a mystery in this, and they didn't really open up a lot of the ministry, especially until the last episode. And I think that worked against the series. It had a perfectly good cast in it. Um, the fight scenes throughout were really good, but they're few and far between. Um, Master Chief, Pablo Schreiber, he deserves another shot. Do you know what I mean? I think he did quite all right in this, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with his character in the next season. But there are a lot of people in it who I, I think they, they didn't really make any sense of them being in the series. Yeah, but so many characters for a short series. You've got yeah. to bring them in slowly, you know? Doing, they just throw everything at once. Yeah, if you're doing eight episodes... Was it eight episodes? It's not even ten yet. Eight Nine. Episodes. Nine episodes. I just think they could have done a lot better with it. But again, it wasn't terrible. Um, I'd watch a season two, if for any reason, just to see Oliver. You'd struggle to watch a season two, you mean? No, I think because again they're going to go to the Halo, and I don't. I think that's where things get really exciting, and hopefully they will. They, uh, in fact, the best person in this show didn't, was um, Kate Kennedy, who played the other um, what Cal One Two Five, who was like Master. But did she not remind you of um, one of the women from here. Game of Thrones? <laughs> I think the whole idea. Um, I think that was the whole idea um, with her. And I, I think it worked. I, I didn't, you know, I, 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 I liked it. I, her I liked and her I enjoyed because her story seemed more interesting. Like she really struggled once she took out her, her emotion. Her yeah. And I think that worked a lot for me. Everybody else was just kind of, they didn't give them enough. Like everybody's kind of miserable in this entire thing, right? And like with something like Walking Dead, they don't give anybody any reason for doing what they're really doing, except everybody's horrible to each other. It's all about position. And I think that comes from the way game, like everybody seems to be writing their shows like it's Game of Thrones. And they really yeah. don't need to. Um, so uh, for a first season, I'm going to give it a six. I, I, I didn't hate it. But That's it, quite it high. Needs, it needs to be a lot I don't better. think it deserves a six. Well, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, the best I enjoyed, I enjoyed. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and say, I but I don't think I don't I don't think it's six worthy. Well, uh, you, you could give it your own school. <laughs> I am going to give it a five. <laughs> That's fair enough. I like, I appreciate that. I think but like said, it's going to be called sitting on the fence for number two. That's fair enough. The bits I enjoyed, I enjoyed, and I love the fact that that Bukin would buy him. Um, you know, his character made no sense to me at all. But I love the fact that he is. Um, he looks like an older version of um, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I love that. I love the fact that he, he sounds like an older version of Dave Chappelle. Yeah, um, the trouble is with his character, he was a rebel, wasn't he? That, that's yeah. the whole point of his one. He was a rebel, got it, away from. It didn't make any. His, his character just didn't like. It, I'm not saying he dialed his performance in, but it just no. They, but they, they they portrayed him to be like Han Solo. Yeah, and they could the rogue, the, rogue the, the smuggler, the bloody the bad guy. That's a good guy. They could have done a better job of that. And also, when I was watching the girl, she had but some... there was no point. There was no point for her story to be there at yeah. this time. 
Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't a fan of that. And I have to say, they did they did her a great disservice. I think it was, um, what was her name? What was her name? Um, I think it's uh, uh, not Olivia Gray. Yeah, no, Charlie, Charlie Murphy. That's actually, yes, yeah, her name's actually Charlie Murphy. She must have picked that one carefully. Um, <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. Yeah, I think she picked that one on purpose. But anyway, so yeah, I I, I didn't get all that. But Joe, good luck. I hope it works all right. I think she will be back for season two because um, I think she she's gone to the Halo. But that's just my guess. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. But yeah, Halo. I'm giving it a six. Now next up, we're going to do our, our review. Uh, should we do it last? You haven't watched Lightyear yet, have you? No, I was saving it for this weekend. All right, I'll, I'll save my review on Lightyear. I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll save do, that uh, one because we've got uh, Star Wars and Prey to do. I didn't watch Star Wars, but you can. <laughs> oh no, then we just do Prey then. All right, okay, enough. How much time have we gone for? All right, we're going to do Prey. We're going to talk Prey, Prey. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our review. Prey. This is the boys from Box. a prequel. It's a prequel of Predator. Yeah, it's 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 a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. Even though it feels like a sequel, it is a prequel. Um, it's it's probably the most beautiful Predator film. I'll say that much. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't have any problems with it. It deserved to be on the streaming service. I think it was, the visually it's cinematic enough to be have been in cinema. But storytelling-wise, I think it, it's, it's streaming service is where the show belongs. And it works. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if it's the best Predator sequel of them all. It's not, I it's not, it's not, I, I, I actually think Predators was underrated. I think that was probably one of the best. No, that, that was an enjoyed film. I quite like that. Um, this one I enjoyed. I think this one's got more in common with Predators than it does Predator. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know because you see like certain things, like when she fell in the bog and stuff, and you couldn't see her. That was like the ending of Predator when Arnold Schwarzenegger covering himself in mud, wasn't it? Mm. So there was uh, bits of the old films in there and stuff like that. Oh yeah, there's there's plenty of references. Um, some of them more obvious than others. Even I, though this was like 1700 and the other one was 1986 yeah. or whatever. Um, I think this is a different film from the original Predator. The original Predator is very much a, a, a lad film. Do you know what I mean? It's like, hey, bro, um, let's go kill something in the jungle. Well, yeah, it was like, like a load of soldiers in Nam, wasn't it? You know. And as somebody said to me today on a podcast I was watching, um, if they'd, the original Predator, if they'd left out the opening scene with the spaceship, it would have been like Dust Till Dawn. Because you've got yeah. no hint. That there's an alien, like there's something out there, but you don't know what it is. Yeah, that's right. Um, and this one is very much like that to a degree. You know, you don't see the ship, you know something's going on. And this one is, is kind of like that. Well, this and, is what's always got me about Predator, right? Mm. It has that cloaking device. Yeah. And if it weren't for the cloaking device, that thing would get beaten up to shit. Well, well, yeah, yeah. That you know, <laughs> it, it only gets away with what it does because it's invisible. Well, yeah, and I think that's that's the thing. Like uh, that bear, <laughs> the bear, and like, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it, basically, right, this film's good because animals 
Like, there's animals in this film that go toe-to-toe with a predator. And it's brilliant. Uh, one and of them the tiger, the yeah. One of them seeing in the trailer, which is a bear. And it doesn't mess around. I think it's it's really good that this film happens this way because it shows that the predators aren't invulnerable. And that makes the whole thing, yes, they're still a threat, but they're not not an invulnerable threat. They're not an unstoppable threat. And, and that's what I think makes it, the weakness in this film isn't the predator, it's the people around it. Well, the predator's a hunter, isn't it, basically? Yeah. And it's there, it's there to catch the game that's as good as him to be yeah. the best. It, it, and it, it shows that, like, the threat, the weakness isn't the predator, it's it's the it's prey. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a number of times people could have probably taken a predator out and they, they didn't. The main character, uh, Mila Lightfoot, I think it is, um, she sort of, I, I think they, a few, the character's got a few missteps in it, in the sense that it's, um, she's a bit too unlikable, um, and lacks any real, like, she seems to lack a lot of emotion. Like, she's sort of, I don't, I don't, I don't know if saying she's on the spectrum, but, like, certain people get whacked in this film, and she's sort of, like, she's not that angry about it. Um, Amber Midfunder, that's it. And but yeah, outside of that, I, I really enjoyed it. Amber Midfunder, who plays Naru, she's brilliant. She's physical, and she she sort of like she most of the film she plays the worst person you want to go hunting with. <laughs> like I kind of wouldn't want to go hunting with her because she seems to stop at the moment when she needs to strike. And it's like, what's wrong with you? It's like, it's going to kill you. If you don't do something, it's going to kill you. And she does that quite a few times through the movie. But she more than makes up for it in the second half of the film. And I think her athleticism and uh, the way she carries out the action is brilliant. And I think she'd do really good, like, in other sort of Do you know what? Things. They missed a lot on this as well, subtitles. I think... I think because yeah, because like when the French all... people were talking, if you didn't yeah. understand what they were saying, you would you'd be lost. Oh well, it was French. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes our French viewers. <laughs> well, no, I, you know, I, I agree to a degree, but at the same time, I think it, it would have gotten <clears> too confusing at that point. And also, you didn't really need you. You knew they were just angry geezers. Jam no, but you need it, you still need some sort of dialogue because. I would say there's a good few minutes of them talking. And you're like, what the hell's going on? Well, I could understand. Well, we, Monsieur, I've got a plug in my heart. Oh, that is one big ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, the, I, I, that didn't bother me. But I can understand that why would that would be a bit annoying. But at the same time, I have to say, right? Again, that whole scene is brilliant in terms of the action. Um, and considering it's in the in the seventeen, wherever it is, seventeen sixty three or something, they do like pretty that. well. They do do pretty well with the action. Do you know what I mean? And they didn't go down the route of just having massive explosions, which a lot of films do. I'm like, where did they get that much explosive back then? Um, and you don't really have that concern with this film. Well, you only had that. Well, you only had that one big explosion, didn't you? Mm. Really. And then on top of that, the cast. I have to say, I, I can't. There's a version of this film where it's done in the native language, the Cherokee language, which I, I might be tempted to actually watch at some point. 
because not understanding what they're saying might actually be making an even more interesting process of watching. But also, I think the cast, Amber Mid-Thunder, Dakota Beavers, who places her brother Tarbe. Um, her brother was really good. Uh, he was yeah. one of my favourite characters. I swear, Marvel DC are going to be picking this up very soon. Um, I can see, I'll say it now, I won't want to be surprised if Dakota Beavers gets picked up for the X-Men. Um, and Amber as well. I wouldn't be surprised they end up being in, in, in some sort of Marvel product very soon. Because um, they're just, their physicality, you know, he's really good just because he's, 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 he's tall. He's a, he's a tall lad. Um, but I also think he, he puts in a really good performance. Um, no, he's really good. And then there's, uh, you know, I'm not saying the rest of the cast don't much to talk about. And then, there's the, and then there's the jealous one as well. He was quite good. Um, that was, let me see. The one that was always jealous of that brother. Um, I think it is. No, I can't. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be lying if I even try. Yeah, you're, you're just going to put out some, <laughs> some random name, aren't you? No, because there's the other girl, Stormy Kip. I think it's Stormy Kip. No, it wasn't um, a girl. It was a bloke. No, but I, I don't think that's... Is that a girl? No, I think it's him, yeah. That's a guy, Stormy Kip, who's, um, who plays that, uh, the character. Which character is he playing? He has the redhead the red head, yeah, red head gear. Wasapi. Um, he's really, really good. I, and uh, as the film progresses, so it starts off very small. It starts off really cinematic. And before you know it, it's getting really claustrophobic. But it shows how actually fair is going to kill get you killed a lot quicker um, by the predator than anything else. But also, what was fascinating is those there was little moments of humor, like when they're trying to shoot when some guys are trying to shoot a predator and they've got like guns from the seventeen hundreds where you shoot once and have to reload, and the predator's like, "Really?" Four hours later, yeah, <laughs> it's like, "Really, motherfucker? <laughs> you, you want to try and do what?" <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I think. Cinematically, it's beautiful. There's camera cinematography on this is amazing, um, especially in the first half of the film. It's absolutely amazing, and the rest of and film, even the animals are quite realistic as well. Really, yeah, the animals they do good. They 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 fight proudly, um, but like I said, I, I would say at the end of the day, it's another Predator sequel prequel. It it's better than the last Predator film, even though I enjoyed the last Predator film. But it's because it was quite funny. Um, this one sort of it, that this one brings it back to like the original one, really. Yeah, um, where they're in the forest and they're they had been hunted, and it opens up the franchise in a way that I think means that you could do films at different times. Like I know because I didn't did realize a, this was going to be a film. I thought it was going to be a TV series. So did I at one point, but no, it's a straight up film. I think it opens the franchise up so you could do the TV series based in different time periods. No, I literally thought this was going to be like a, so, like a six-episode thing. I didn't realise it was going to be a whole film. I was quite it, shocked. It would be quite interesting to do a medieval Predator one. I know somebody did a fan film of um, of uh, Predator during nights at the time of the time of the round table, but it would be really cool to do a, a Predator set in, in medieval times or Egyptian times or just different time periods, you know. That'd be really, really cool. Um, Attila the Hun versus Predator. Yeah, because they've done Predator in terms of comic books. Predator's met Batman um, a few times. I Why do you want to meet Batman? Why would you want to meet him? The world's greatest detective versus the Predator. 
Oh, um, God. came to Gotham and he came hunting. Um, and that was one of the first graphic novels I ever bought, actually. And I know he's crossed over with a few other characters over time, even in Archie comics. Archie. <laughs> um, so it'd be quite interesting to see where this goes. But I, for one, I enjoyed it. It wasn't a bad film. It was really, really enjoyable. It's not a family film. I definitely, um, you know, one for the adults. And I'd say if the kids, you know, let your daughter watch it. It's very empowering. <laughs> um, wow. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I was down with it. And I, I'm quite, uh, you know, I think it could have been a slightly better film, but I couldn't tell you what I would make better about it. But it's definitely one of the better films I've seen this year. So I'm happy to give it a seven and a half. A oh, you've got an extra, haven't you? Well, I, I, yeah, like I said, I think it was it was on the better side of the movies. It wasn't. I wasn't excited about it. It wasn't at any point I was watching the screen and went, yeah. No, no, oh, but oh. I'm, I'm like, yeah, straight up seven. And then I'll get filled in your head. <laughs> seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's seven and a half for me. Always make me be the bad guy. You're not a bad guy. This isn't a, this isn't a personality contest. Um, yeah. you're, you're, but you're you look like, at the scores that of all these films we've done this year. I'm always uh, like two two figures below you. Hey, hey, you're my hero, Dave. You're yeah, my I know hero. that. Um, so yeah, hang in there. I'd say watch it. Um, it's, it's one of the. It's the way I'd like to see Disney Plus go in in terms of sci-fi. Take a risk on something. Tell a slightly different story. And, you know, people will be entertained. And considering Predator has never been that deep a story, it's quite nice that they've given, added a bit of depth by uh, via the characters they introduce. And I haven't seen depth like this maybe since the original Predator, which sort of had that, le- that sense of brotherhood and camaraderie and bond that they have in that film, even though they had to oil it up and um, put lots of muscle on it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry. How about you, Dave? What's that? What's your final? You said you you you're seven. You're happy with the seven? I'm a, I'm a, I'm happy with the seven. Yes, yeah, the seven. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, whoop, whoop. that's another edition of the boys from Basque hunting down stories for. Sorry. Um, we'll be back. <laughs> We'll be back soon next week with some more. Please make sure uh, if if you uh, have any feedback to file off to us. If you um, want us to review or watch something in particular, do let us know. We'll be back for definitely some more next week. I hope you've enjoyed it. This was the boys from Bosk. Say goodbye, Dave. Bye, Dave. English culture.